That's Bill right. Crane just walked in. He joined us. Bill, um, you're the only guy that can walk in the studio and just be told <laughs> to sit down. So go ahead. What did you think? That was an incredibly horrible performance by Senator Kelly Leffler. Governor Kemp appointed her a year ago today. I've been told by numerous people that I've known and trusted for years that she's articulate, engaging, genuine, uh, has heartfelt concern for the people of Georgia in all walks of life. You did not see that tonight. And although in my profession and as a political consultant, you counsel people to be consistent in their messaging and to link stories Tell your story by putting out what you're going to do for them and what you've done at the same time, that it does not mean repeating the same five or six phrases over and over and over and over again. Like, I, I'm the American dream or <laughs> radical. I mean, <laughs> right, let's get it right. Radical liberal Ralphie. She, she, yeah, radical she has liberal. she has a, a good. Absolutely. personal story Absolutely. she has a success story that she and her husband jeff sprecker have built the largest exchange company in the world based in atlanta georgia that owns stock exchanges like the new york stock exchange and the hong kong stock and she didn't touch on any of that or owning what it meant to have one of the most profitable wnba franchises not many of them make money she right. didn't touch on that um and i really thought she had an opportunity for sub with suburban women, which is why she was placed on the ticket by Governor Kemp, to reach out on some issues that were not touched on, but on the question of who you side with on this election. Do you believe the election was stolen, and as the president is saying, or do you believe Brian Kemp and the Secretary of State of Georgia, because there's a pretty broad chasm between GOP voters in Georgia right now, to say the president has legal rights, which he must have said about 17 times. Right. <laughs> but... By all measures and everything we've seen thus far, I believe Joe Biden will be confirmed by the Electoral College on December the 14th and is the president-elect. And I believe we had a fair and clean election here in Georgia. We will let the elections and the courts play out. She never said that once, and that's a lack of leadership on my part and belief. Greg, can I can I ask hold, you a question? Hold, hold on, oh, that, no, no, this is Bill Crane. Bill Crane, Greg Bluestein. He's there. Yeah, he's there. Oh. And, oh, so let me tell my Greg Bluestein story. I reached out to Greg. I said, "Hey, Greg, can you call in after the debate?" You know what he said to me, Bill? This is our friend, yeah. Greg Bluestein. He said, "Well, I might be in the um, what do you call it? The afterwards." Yeah, they have a briefing. A briefing, so right? Asking yeah. Questions. He might be in the briefing with the other media. I was like, wow, wow, so we're not important now. So He does have to represent the AJC. He was the only AJC reporter I saw there, and he was in the briefing for the first debate, which we haven't chatted about, the one-man show. With Shelley John. always gets in his feelings, so we <laughs> understand. Hold on, Melody Kai. Go ahead, Crystal. Bill, do you think maybe she didn't talk about the WNBA because of the team's reaction to her comments on Black Lives Matter? Maybe, but she got that question anyway. Wouldn't you have set up Absolutely. with... I help fund the franchise. Right. We are a profitable franchise. We right. employ X number of people. Absolutely. The aggregate, you know, before the pandemic, this was the impact on the economy of Metro Atlanta. Exactly. It's a, a majority minority franchise. All right. the players, almost the entire squad is minority. Including, I mean, man including managers, coaches, marketing people, everything is black. And from none, top of, to none of that. I mean, it's all true, but none of she didn't See, reference any of that. Melani Kai? Melani Kai? So, Bill, I. You said, you know, as someone who consults, and I said I was watching it as someone who didn't know either of those candidates, uh, she came off to me, several people walked in not knowing anything. Well, what's, are you watching Saturday Night Live? Two people 
walked in while I was watching this and said, is that Saturday Night Live when she was standing there with that smug look on her face? Now, is this something you consult them to do, make sure you're grinning? What was that, in your opinion? I wouldn't say it was smug, but I would say it was not a look for the camera. Um, okay. As, as, as Shelley said at the beginning of this when he was talking about it, when you... There are professionals who are hired to prep people for things like this, and whoever was in charge of that should be out of work right now. Absolutely. Um, Reverend Warnock, who I've seen from the from the pulpit at Ebenezer Baptist Church, is an effective preacher, but he's also made, and it's not automatic that this happens, a very effective translation to being a political candidate, and I think without losing the better parts of being a preacher. I think his answers were generally, genu- generally crisp, he came across as genuine. Um, I saw in his facial reactions to some of the shots she fired, you know, pain, and then he came back. I'm not saying I agreed with a lot of things he said. I think if you subtract the things that were repeated 15 or 20 times on issue points, probably more Georgians would agree with Senator Leffler. But the way they were delivered right. would push people, many people away. This and is a, and yeah. this is a, uh, you know, preceded by an hour where the GOP incumbent no-showed. So... As I've been saying in print, on radio, on television, if I were the National Republican Party or the White House or the governor of this state, I'd be very concerned that two races you should have in the bag are on the cusp of being lost. This, 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 the criticism of this, of, of this debate, and I said earlier when we were on the air, and I told Chris I was going to admit to this, Melani Kai, you didn't hear this, uh, but I admit... I said, I understand politically why David Perdue didn't show up. I understand the political calculus for not showing up after debating twice. You don't have to, you don't debate downward. You don't have to do that anymore. I understand that political calculus. I also, when I watched or listened to the debate with Ossoff, with him not being there, I realized, you know what, that was a big mistake. You should have gone. Um, And I will admit that. But with Leffler, this was a performance issue. This was not a content issue as much to me as it was a performance issue. You sounded robotic, like Melani Kai said. You sounded stiff. And you didn't come across as genuine. Um, The... They said you had a question to ask of Warnock. What's the question? Do you denounce socialism and Marxism? What kind of question is that? You've been running that the guys are socialists and Marxists with $20 million of your own money. You let the ads ask those questions. Yeah. You, and so you, then if you want to be the leader in the room with the other person, you elevate the discussion. Right. And you say— If you're the sitting senator. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to understand how, from the pulpit— of Ebenezer Baptist Church, home of Martin Luther King, one of the most famous Georgians in history and in the world, you thought it would be appropriate to invite Fidel Castro into your church. I'm trying to understand, given who your constituency is and who your parishioners are, what would the benefit of that been? Well, That's the way you ask that question. question. Right. Well, here's the other thing to that is, now, if I'm the Leffler campaign, I'm letting... Uh, Lawful, I mean, uh, uh, Warnock's people know, hey, your guy just denounced Castro. Castro's a popular figure in the black church, particularly with the um, uh, black liberation theologist, you know, James found. That's by what James she was trying Cone. to get at, but you can you, you can, can ask the question when right. you're not stabbing somebody in the face with the ad that you've already been running incessantly for months. Exactly. Uh, Melani Kai, we got a yeah, minute. I was going to say, Greg, for me as Blue, a preacher, it's, it's Bill Crane. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. I'm sorry. That's okay, Melania. I'm, I'm, I'm just another I'm white guy. We all look alike. I love your work. I love your work. No, you're Bill wow. Crane. You do great work. <laughs> welcome to World of the Street, Bill. <laughs> Bill, welcome to the world of a black person. Okay. Well, Bluestein and I are Bluestein and I are blue-eyed and both have sort of blonde hair. Mine's got more gray, and I've got some fence spots. You all look alike. <laughs> yeah, real quick, Greg. 
Hold on, hold that question, Melania. Okay. We got to go four four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Give us a call. Let us know what you thought about the debate. We see your calls. We're coming right to you. Bill Crane is joining. Word on the street. We got DJ Crystal, Scotty B, Melania Kai. Everyone's here. This is going to be the best debate breakdown you have ever heard in your life. Let's keep it locked. Never let a day go Melania Kai. Yes, we're talking to Bill Crane, WSB TV's political analyst who I keep calling Greg Bluestein. Bill, are you still there? I am. He'll t- I'll take Greg's height. He's <laughs> taller than I am, so. So my question so, is. Wait, my hold question on. You know you... a word on the street that means an entirely different thing. I know. You know that, I right? know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so for me, as a pastor's kid, as a pastor's kid, I thought they had nobody in their camp to prepare them. That question, you knew that question was going to come up, and you knew he would have a rebuttal. And when he told you that you were taking it out of context, you kept doing the robot thing okay so i did not like that as a as a pastor's kid at all you kept doing the robot nobody prepared you but my question is the the margin how much of this most people watching this who are going to vote already knew who they were voting for in your opinion how much does this debate change people who already knew who they were voting for and secondly the ones the undecideds do you think it sways in anybody's favorite um I'd, I, with all due respect to my good friends at Georgia Public Television, the Atlanta Press Club, it's a Sunday evening, a show between 7 and 8 o'clock. I don't think the audience is going to be that large um, to, to be significantly just who watched the hour. What I don't know and can't control is how much play clips from that debate will be. I mean, as I was coming into the studio, and one of the reasons I did, they already had clips up on CNN. Because of the nature of this race, you're going to be seeing some of the Ms. Robot clips on multiple networks and the AJC and other news outlets, and there are undecided voters. There are people who voted for the president who haven't made their mind up. There are, in a state of seven or 6.7 million registered voters, the cutoff for registration is tomorrow, and all 7 million could, if they're registered, vote, many of whom who didn't even vote in the general election. So I think there are people that are undecided. All right. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate you stopping by. Milani Kai, we'll be right back. We're taking your calls, 444-872-0750. Our question of the night, what did you think of the debate? Who do you think won? Ossoff, Warnock, or Leffler?